Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget... You can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. We are going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You know, we're talking about the missing person, biblical search for the third person of the Trinity. This is part four of that study. He says, verse 20, But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. It, it seems preposterous, but this really could happen. You know, there is something that they, they we were talking about this at the elders, these are the types of things we talk at the elders retreat. On the way up to the elders retreat, the guys in my car, we were all talking about evil leg syndrome. Have you heard of this? It's when you think your leg is evil. And so there was a guy, I guess somebody, one of the guys, I think it was Jason or Jim, one of the two, was talking about this guy who had evil leg syndrome and he believed that his leg was evil. And he'd like, go to doctors and none of the doctors would cut it off. And he's like, I want my leg amputated. This leg is evil. You know, it's just, I mean, he's really freaking out about his leg and he believed that the, his leg was not part of his body and he wanted it to get cut off. And nobody would do it. And so the guy actually put his leg into a deep fat fryer and fried his leg. And so then they had to amputate it. And after that, he was happy. It's, it's sick. But, so this is a real thing. It's not just within the church. True thing. But we tend sometimes to be myopic you know, within the church. And we tend sometimes to be judgmental towards other people within the church. And so we have one job. You guys aren't going to get over that, are you? Some of you guys are just like, I can't even function. This is severed toes, you know, now you're boiling legs. I mean, come on, Pastor Mike, you know. Yeah, it's gross. But, but that's what I'm saying. It is gross when we don't acknowledge other parts of the body. And so parts, some part, sometimes we have a job and we know what God's called us to do, but we just don't see the point of that other person and, and what God has called them to do. And so we have to be careful as part of the body that we don't think that everybody should be doing the same job that we do. You know, there are people who are, they're deacons and their job is just to kind of serve the physical needs of the body. There are people who are elders and their job is to serve the spiritual part of the body. And within that, there are all different types of people that serve in different capacities. And some people's job is prayer and intercessory prayer where another person's job might be giving, another person's job might be you know, cleaning up tables or organizing or administrating things. But everybody has a different job than other people. I remember at one point there was a, a guy who came in my office and he was upset because we had announced that you know, all the positions of this position in ministry had been filled. And you know, it was like 21 people had signed up to help with this ministry. And he came and he says, I was really upset with that. And I was like, why? And he says, because those, all those people should be out there evangelizing. And I was like, well, they're evangelizing in that, in that ministry that they signed up for. You know, it's, 
It's like he has this gift for evangelism and he thinks everybody should be doing that. You know, and I think that we can be thinking that, you know, like, well, everybody should be giving messages, you know, or everybody should be serving and cleaning things up, or everybody should be, no, everybody has their own unique part, and not everybody's going to be doing the same thing. And that's the idea that Paul's driving home here. Why? Because some people really thought that they were better than other people within the church. I am better than other people because I prophesy, or I'm better than other people because I speak in tongues, or I'm better than other people because I have the gift of being a teacher or because I have a gift of evangelism. And we tend to do that. You know, it's not, it doesn't, doesn't help that the church tends to elevate one position over another position. But we need people to clean the toilets and to mop the floors as much as we need people to preach the sermons and to greet people at the door. All these different things are necessary to make the body work. And so, verse 22, he says, No, much rather those members of the body which seem weaker are necessary, and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor, and on our unpresentable parts we have greater modesty. So those members that are weaker, your little toe, it plays its part, It helps you with the suspension and balance of your foot. It also aids you as you're walking through the dark to find sharp objects (laughs) and lets you know they're there. You know, every single part, whether it's your little toe, your little finger, your tailbone, all these things have a place. Now, tailbone, that's a controversial one, isn't it? Because a few years back, and it was kind of the big thing, as evolutionists were trying to grasp at straws, they said, well, there's two things that are are remnants of evolution within the human body. And one of them is your appendix, and the other one is your tailbone. Well, they more recently discovered that your appendix is very important when you're growing up, when you're a child, a small child. Um, it, It does special functions for you, and as you're developing, it does special functions for you. But your tailbone, actually, there was a doctor who was debating an evolutionist, a medical doctor, who was debating an evolutionist, and the evolutionist says, well, you know, we have remnants of evolution, unnecessary parts within our bodies, and one of them is the tailbone. And the doctor says, I will pay and actually oversee the surgery of you having your tailbone removed. And I would love to see how you go to the bathroom without that, <laughs> without that anchor there to hold all those muscles. You know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, these things actually have a purpose. Now, when a soldier goes into battle or a police officer storms the building, they don't typically wear anything over their face. Sometimes they do, but usually not. They might wear a helmet, not always. A lot of times they will cover their body with some body armor, but their arms and their legs are left exposed. So they might have a helmet on, they might have body armor on, but then they have their arms and their legs free. Why? So they can use them. But they also know that if somebody shoots them in the arm, it's not necessarily fatal. Or if they shoot them in the leg, it's not, necess- not usually fatal. But if they shoot them in the spleen, or in the heart, or in the kidney, or in the liver, or in the lung, and some of those will kill you instantly, others, you know, they may be able to save you, but they ha- we cover what we call our vital organs. You know, if somebody shoots you in the brain, you're toast. And so we cover those specific parts because we give them greater honor. 
You know, other parts of our body we cover because we want to give greater modesty, and yet all those things are important to us, aren't they? Every single part of your body is important to you. And you, you know that when you smash your little finger, how important that is. It's, it's, it's funny sometimes, I mean, I've, we see the prayer requests. You guys see the prayer requests. Sometimes people call me and they'll say, Pastor, will you pray for me? I'm having this removed. You know, some part of their body, some organ or something like that. And, and I always wonder, you can live without that? You don't need that anymore? And like, oh yeah, you can, you can function without that. You only need one, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, wow, I can't, I can't believe they're removing that from you. You know, I'm thinking to myself, Jesus, just take me all at once. I don't want to go part at a time, you know. It's, it's one of those things. But you're never as good. You know, I was talking to a guy the other day. He says, oh, I have to be careful about this. I have to be careful about that. I can't do that type of diet or I can't do this because I only have one kidney. It's like, okay, wow. You know, it, it, you can live without one, but it's better to have two, right? You can breathe out of one lung, but it's so much better to have full capacity in both lungs. You know, and, and so that's kind of what Paul's trying to get at here. And he's using this metaphor to help us understand how important each part of the body is. He says, verse 24, But our presentable parts have no need, but God composed the body, having given greater honor to the part which lacks it. And there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. A lot of parts of the body, parts that are up front, the face, the voice, the... The, you know, the pastors and the worship teams, you know, tend to get a lot of attention. But every part of the body is just as vital. And what happens here at Calvary Chapel is the pastors and the elders are, are given to us, just as it says in, we read last time in Ephesians chapter 4, to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. And so as we go through the Word together and as we're equipped and we grow in, in our faith, that equips us to do the work of the ministry. And what is it to be equipped? Really, all's my job is, and and I I hope you understand this by now, but my job, as I teach you the Word, is that you might develop a relationship with Jesus. Now, remember when Paul told the Corinthians in chapter 3, he said, you know, I couldn't feed you with, with food. I had to feed you with milk. Because you were not mature, you were carnal, you know, babes in Christ. And that's what he's talking about as he went into Corinth there in, in chapter 3. He's talking about how he went there, they got saved. The whole time he was there, a year and a half, all they got was milk because they just weren't mature enough to receive solid food. But then he said there in chapter 3, but you're still carnal, babes in Christ. You're still acting like natural men. And so all I can still feed you is milk. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.